Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. Welcome back. Kimberly Kay, how are you doing over there? Loving life. Man, I like these new microphones a lot. Do you like lot. it? I mean, yes. Too, I hear it. Whoa. Woo-wee, crisp and clear. I mean, we should have picked these up sooner. Listen, it's all good. It's all good. You gotta. You can't just start with the best stuff. You got to know whether, whether you're going to stick with it or not. I mean, just hearing you in my ears, Kimberly, I am like... It's a whole, yes, it's a whole new experience for me. And I hope it's a whole new experience for our listeners. Hopefully. What are we talking about today? What you got on your mind? You got anything on your mind? I, what I have on my mind is the text that you sent me yesterday. And you, you've been thinking a little bit about it. I have. I couldn't help but think about it. All um, right. Well, where do you want to go with it? I know I want to talk a little bit about leadership presence. Yes, leadership presence. I guess, I think my question for you, I, I was, oh gosh, I have so many questions. One is... Why did this come up for you, right? Where is this coming from? Uh, so did it just hop, pop into your brain? Did you see it on LinkedIn? What is about that? And then I think we just got to talk about what is it? I'm sitting here going, how did it come to me? Uh, you know, it's, I'm learning all about how you get ideas. Like, when do you get your best ideas? Do you know, do you, you ever think about, man, that was the best idea do you remember where you were or where, what you were doing when you got the best idea? I, I, I think there are times, like when I'm working out alone, I get some really good ideas. And I don't, I, it, maybe it's just because your brain is firing. I don't know. There may be something to that. But I, when I'm, especially like if I'm doing something mundane, like a treadmill, I, uh, I mean, things start firing like boom, 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 boom. These bright ideas just start coming. And I used to keep a pen on my treadmill at home because a pen and paper because things would come so quickly. But, you know, there's, I mean, there's other times you're having a conversation with someone outside and, you know, just you're on your way home and you meet them in the parking lot and then you're like, hmm, that's interesting and that's just a good idea. So it's great. Uh, you're right in line. That's exactly, it's what I'm learning right now. I'm, I'm doing a coaching program right now and I'm learning a little bit about how to coach. But in part of that has been a little bit about the brain and how the brain works. And what I recently learned is oftentimes our good ideas come to us when we're doing those mundane things, just like you said. And most people are going to report out that they get the best ideas when they're in the shower. So for me, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not really thinking about what you're doing. Uh -huh. Your brain is just, it's kind of resting, honestly. There's a little bit of like, it's called the default network mode. Okay. DMN. Default. So I'm not thinking I'm washing my toes. That's no, right. I'm washing my ankles. It just happens. Default mode network. Sorry. DMN. Yes, that's right. You're not thinking about driving or I'm turning or I'm at the stoplight. It's just kind of almost habitual. So your brain goes into this other part and it's dreaming. It's, you know, considering things. It's, it's when you're unfocused on the task at hand that your brain... Yeah, it goes to this default mode network. Anyways, that's where my head was at yesterday while I was driving. <laughs> All of that to say, yeah, I was just driving along and I was like, you know what? Hmm. I wonder what leadership presence looks like. And I wonder what Kim thinks about that. And I wonder if we could use that as an episode. Because I think people want to have leadership presence. I think there's an expectation of people having leadership presence. But I don't know if we define it. I don't know if we, I don't, I don't talk about it very much, you know, I mean, when I'm talking to my team or, you know, you have to demonstrate leadership presence. I don't think I've ever said those words to other people. Mm, no, I would say I've not heard that from yeah. you. Uh, but I, and you asked another question in the text about is, 
it was something about like, is it different from levels or are there just leadership levels or is leadership levels and leadership presence different? Yeah, I, I was always thinking about it as executive leadership presence or mm-hmm. executive presence. And so as I was driving home yesterday, it was a, a little bit more like, well, does it have to have the word executive on there? Is it only for people who are at executive mm-hmm. levels that they have to demonstrate this quote-unquote leadership presence? Or can anybody demonstrate leadership presence and should they be thinking about it? So that's where it came from. I was in my, my You were in your whatever you call that mode. My DMN, my your default, default mode. My default mode. <laughs> and I'm just driving along and it popped into my head. Whammo. And just like that, we're going to have an episode. Here we go. So... <laughs> Have you thought about defining it? Have you thought about what it means to you? I've thought about kind of what it looks like, uh, what I've seen it look like. I've seen it. I can think about some good examples of it. We just had one yesterday, a good example of it. And you'll be shocked to know it was you. Uh, (laughs) I will be shocked to know it was me. (laughs) But what is it? I think leader, like, let's see if I can make it simple. Leadership presence to me is a leader knowing when he needs to add something to an organization, right? Or needs to remove something from an organization. So I've heard this, you know, like a leader needs to know if they need to add energy to the room or Mm. remove energy from the room. Mm. And so I feel like the leadership presence helps with that if they know how to do it well. Mm. So they're able to continue to help people drive in a certain direction, right? They're ha- they can add enough energy to get people to want to be motivated to continue the fight or continue to do the whatever it is. Or if they need to help an organization change direction, they have some leadership presence where they come in and they do some things to help the organization understand it, absorb it. What does it look like? Keep going. Wow, I am in, my head is in a totally different space from that. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's really interesting to hear you you say that out loud. It's like, whoa. So it's, and it, the way you're, you know, explaining it here is the leader is assessing a situation and determining what do I need to do? What do I need to add? What do I need to remove? If anything. If anything. If I can. Yeah. Right? As the leader. Um, that is not where my head was at. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear it. That's the good thing about being two separate humans. I'm like, what yeah. is it to you? I, I was totally thinking visually. I'm thinking about the way the leader dresses, the oh, way okay. the leader carries themselves, uh, the way and where the leader sits in a room, um, how they're making eye contact. So I'm thinking of it's the the nonverbals that a leader engages in along with kind of the threads, man. What's... Uh. What the what the leaders showing up wearing and well, how they're looking? I think that's a piece of it, but I think that it's like you've got to determine what is needed mm. before you go in with where are you going to sit and how are you going to sit and what are you planning to wear, uh, depending on what it is your job is you're going to do in that room. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you, you know, it's a combo of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you can't have one without the other. You can't come in and you know be the hammer and be all kicked back in your seat with your feet up on the desk if your if your job that day is to come in and be the hammer. All right, so I'm not looking for accolades or pats on the back, but give us walk us through this scenario yesterday, right? We okay. Can, we can yeah. call the, the person, you know, Sally. Yeah. What so, does Sally do? <laughs> well, 
Oh, Mustang Sally came into a meeting yesterday. It's a great song. Uh, and it was it was a project meeting. <laughs> and uh, Sally was very familiar with this project because we've been running it for about two years. But yep. Sally had not been in one of these project meetings in probably about a year and a half. And so uh, we were having a an important meeting. It's kind of a realignment meeting because we're making some changes to this project. And so we were, as the project team is all in there. And then I just, I can't do Sally anymore. So you come in, yeah. right? You just let the meeting run as it was supposed to run. And th- but there was a point where you kind of stopped the meeting and said, you know, I just, I want to give some uh, some things that are kind of rolling around in my head and kind of where, what I think about. Uh, because we do report this project up to you, mm-hmm. right? And you, mm-hmm. at the end, you're kind of like the, the bless it, let it go mm-hmm. uh, person. And so I think it was helpful in that moment in that meeting to have leadership presence because we're making some changes and Mm. things are changing. And you have some kind of outside information that you're bringing in and you're helping everybody see that. And I I just feel like, would would they have absorbed it as well if we would have just said, look, this is what we're doing, here's why we're doing it or whatever. It coming from you, it's like nobody questions it. Mm. (laughs) Nobody questions it. I may question it. We're still going to have a conversation about it. But they are just like, oh, okay, that's that's good to know. And I think it was helpful to get everybody on the same page in that meeting. So nobody's questioning, does Pepper know about this? Or where is she at with this? Or is this going to change later on? It just was a very clear message of what we're here to do and what we need to accomplish. All right. So kind of boiling it down, the leader came in, I came in, and there was some listening going on. Mm-hmm. I'm processing what is what are we doing right now? What's happening in the room? Who's in the room and who needs to know what? And I'm filling in whatever gaps I think are existing, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure that everybody is connected in terms of the value of, you know, the widget and understanding the purpose of the widget and how they all contribute to it. So I, I I can see that uh, I can see that uh, that connection that you've made between hey the leader is is adding something to this right they're taking a little bit of a temperature in the room mm-hmm. and assessing what do I need to say if anything and and when is the right time yeah and 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 so I would say your body language your tone. Where you sat in the room. It was really, I've matched all of that. I have never sat in that spot. <laughs> but it worked for you yesterday. <laughs> it's kind of like the person at the head of the table gets the check. That's the person you know that's kind of in charge. So, uh, yeah, so that worked for you yesterday. But, yeah, I would I would say that was leadership presence that was needed at that moment and the right thing. Because as a leader, you probably have more insight to where the organization is shifting or mm. going or mm. what they're focusing on. And this may have been a good meeting to reiterate that if you've already communicated it or communicate it for the first time. Yeah, that's interesting because I really did. I, I thought where I was going to sit when I walked into that room. And I can count the number of times I have sat at the head of the table. And I think that's the first time I've done it probably in 10 years. Uh, I just generally don't. I usually sit on one side in the middle, and I like that seat, right? I feel like it's more collaborative. I can see more people. And and this time, for whatever reason, I sat at the head, which is funny. Yes. (laughs) Right? It's funny because you saw that as leadership presence. That's interesting. I'm almost processing that real time. Is 
it was it me or was it the seat? Was it a combo of both? The difference of, of me sitting in that position. Interesting. Well, listen, I think you could have given the same message from one seat over. Yeah. I don't think it really matters yeah. where you sat, but I think it worked for you yesterday. It was probably by accident, but it worked for you because everybody else can see you very well from that end. Yeah. Huh. All right. So here's my question on this whole leadership present. We've defined it, right? You've got a definition. I've got a little bit of a definition. And I did not Google it. So, you know, those of you who decide to They're go like, Google that's it. that's not what it is. Yeah, that, that's perfectly <laughs> what it fine. it is to me, people. Let us know that we're wrong. Um, how do you know if you have leadership presence? So I'm a supervisor or I'm a manager and I've been in role now for about five years. How do you know if you have it or not? Wow. I think for my definition of leadership presence and what I think it is, you probably know by the way you walk into a room, mm. right? There's that meeting nobody was expecting you, and you walk in, and everybody's like, <gasps> "She's here." <laughs> no, there's a there's a certain uh, energy that uh. enters the room when you enter the room, and I think you have to think about what energy do you want to enter the room with you. Are mm. you coming in with the energy that you want other people to see? Like, I am the hammer. And I am here to hammer y'all and tell you what you're not doing right. Mm. That's my role. Are you coming in here to be the encourager, mm. right? Are you coming in with that type of energy? Are you? What is it? What do you want? What does it need to be? What do you want it to be? And is your energy matching and your body language isn't matching that? So I'm just thinking about your definition. Like, Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, how like, do you know if you have it? I mean, to me, very candidly, I think you always look good. I think you always look good. I think you How look you in the mirror. You look good? I think you look, people know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you think you look in the mirror like, I'm looking I'm pretty snazzy today. today. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's other days, listen, I have been there. Some days I look in the mirror and I'm like, what Hope happened? I don't see anybody today. Yes. Uh, it's like, oh, my hair's too frizzy. Or you know what? Oh, my my makeup doesn't look great. I I, I think you know. It's like that whole thing of when you look in the mirror and you ask yourself, are these pants too tight? If you're asking the question, they're probably too tight. It's the same thing. If you look in the mirror and you're like, am I looking all right? You're probably not. Yeah. So I do, for me, leadership presence is you're you're really looking sharp. When you look good, you feel that it brings a certain level of confidence yes. in what I have on. Like, yes. I am feeling pretty snazzy today with what I have on. Yeah. And I'm not definitely not saying you have to be on it 100, you know, 100% of the time. I think it's more of you know when you need to look good and you bring it. Listen, I'm going to challenge it just a little bit. Hit me. (laughs) I think there are some leaders that know. And I think there are some leaders that for whatever reason, they're just a little bit clueless. I think I told you Mm. about someone that was in another company and he wore the same shoes for like year after year after year because he had gout really, really bad, right? Mm. Year after year after year. And they were so worn and so in such a bad place. And this is a VP in a company. And you you had higher expectations. Yeah. Well, the interns were telling someone else, this is not our company. Let me just be real clear, not our company. <laughs> the interns were telling someone else that they were going to pull together money I remember this to buy him some shoes. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> That's rough. So I'm like, when the interns recognize it and you don't, this is a problem. <laughs> so, okay, fair enough. So I think there are some people that may have a little less awareness than what they should have. Yeah. 
and, and, you know, okay, so I would challenge back and I okay. would say they probably have awareness, but they may not care. That was what I was going to say. Or do they just not care? Yeah. I, Are I they, they in they a just, position where they don't have to care? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's and, terrible. And so that's, you know, that really is kind of the next question is no matter level, should you be thinking about your leadership presence? Or is there a little bit of, eh, it'll come when it comes? Or who really cares? Nobody's paying attention. Is that something leaders should be thinking about no matter what level they're in? How they look, but also what they're bringing to the table, right? What are they injecting in the room, in the conversation, or what are they removing out of the conversation, kind of putting both of our definitions together? Mm -hmm. Should everybody be thinking about that? I think they should. I think a good leader will. A good leader will think about that or should be thinking about that. Um, I think the other thing that they should consider is, for my definition of like the how you enter a room, what do you need to do when you're in the room, if they're not good at that, if whatever the job is that they're supposed to do, if they're not good at it, should it be done at all? Because I think you can really mess some things up when there is momentum in work or momentum with a group. And, you know, what is needed is energy to keep whatever it is moving forward. Maybe with a few little tweaks or we may need to, we're doing a great job with this and now we need to focus on this one thing. And if the leader doesn't understand what they need to do at that moment and they come in and suck the life and the energy out of that room, you can just undo a lot of really hard work for people that were focused in the right direction and moving and working. So, yeah, I think so it's almost like it. you gotta you gotta know. You got to know, know when to hold them. <laughs> know when to fold them. You gotta know. Know when to walk away and know when to run. You gotta have some level of competence in what is happening in in the conversation in order to know what to inject. Mm -hmm. So you got to have some level of knowledge, deep knowledge, in order to add the right thing or take away the right thing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would say that. And you need to know what the people that it is that you would be addressing, Mm -hmm. what do they need? And the only way to do that is with more conversation. So let's just say you are a leader, executive level leader, or executive director level, whatever. And there's two levels of supervisors, managers, whatever, two, three, four below you, Mm -hmm. you need to have some conversation to understand where are these people at and what do they need. And those people that are closer to the workforce would be able to tell you. Mm. Um, So if you just waltz in and think, I know what they need, it might not be such a good, good idea. Man, I love that. To me, that makes me think of two very key things for leadership, and it's around building relationships, being good at building relationships, really listening to your people. I think the other thing it makes me think about is having some level of humility. You don't know it all. Oh, yeah. and, and walking into the room and, you know, and maybe um, this is not to pat myself on the back, right? But the example you gave, I took some time to listen yesterday. So it was really listening, paying attention to what all is happening in the room and, and making some sort of decision. Do I do I interject? Do I inject myself into this conversation? What would that look like? But it's humility. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you're not supposed to know, right? Yeah. That's not your job to know. You're operating at a higher level. You're not supposed to be in the weeds, but there is somebody that is supposed to be in the weeds that would know. So, you know, just kind of moving this on a, a little bit, do you think that there's a difference between men and women on 
this whole leadership presence thing. Is there a difference? And, and let me give you more. I'll give you more mm-hmm. as you think about it. There's a, you know, I follow a bunch of people on LinkedIn and there's this one guy that I'm, I'm started following him more recently. And um, he's a high level leader of a, of a company and he does quite a bit of posting. And oftentimes when he's posting, it's like in t-shirts and he's got a hat on, <laughs> like a ball cap. And I wonder, I do wonder what his message would sound like if he looked different. Um, and I mean, if he, you know, he just dressed differently, if his presentation was different, mm. um, you know, would he be taken, I don't want to say more seriously, but yeah, w- you know, what what type of credibility would he build almost instantly by the way, the way he looked? Mm-hmm. It sounds so superficial. That's why I'm hesitating a little bit because I'm like, uh, as, you know, we've talked about dressing for success mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that. I think at the end of the day, yes, people really are paying attention to, they're paying attention to what they see, the presentation, <laughs> and that's the first, it's the first impression, whether we'd like it or not. So that's what I mean. Do you think that there's a difference between men and women? And do you think one gets a buy over the other? Mm-hmm. Man. So my first, my first gut reaction to, is there a difference between men and women? I, there shouldn't be. And I would say the difference really comes in their level of confidence, like how confident mm. are they in what they know, what they do, what they bring to the table, what they're doing, right, what, they're, what they need to do. And so I would say that the way they enter a room and things like that would probably come with the different levels of confidence, regardless of male or female. Now, if we're talking about leadership presence and the way they dress, and a man was to walk in with his ball cap on, right, and, you know, still need to be in this specific leader mode that was a professional environment, and a woman did that, I think the man would probably get the buy. Like, we'd still listen. We'd still acknowledge, like, and probably recognize that. That doesn't look right, or I'm going to let it slide. Mm. But if a woman walked in there and did that, they'd be like, what in the Sam, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my take on it. Um, but going back to the guy that you said, like, he's wearing a ball cap. I think it, it depends on the situation of, like, are you trying to be a leader of, you know, fitness experts? Like, who are you trying to reach? There you go. Yeah, who's your target audience? <laughs> yeah, who's your target audience? If they're like, that's the look of your target audience, great. But if that's not the look of the target audience, you might want to reconsider that. Yeah, that's an interesting. I would reconsider it. And you even made mention to that about the the you know the man and the woman coming into a the word you used was the environment, right? So it's really being thoughtful around who's my target audience, what is the environment, what is the culture, right? You're really rolling all of those things in together to get a pulse of what should I be looking like? Yeah, I mean that's just kind of the same thing like an interview, right? You're you're going to go interview at a feed store and you're going to wear a three-piece business suit, you're probably going to look out of place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're going to go to a, you know, a a, a corporate environment and you decide you're going to wear, I don't know, your slacks and your sneakers. Like you're going to go play golf. Yeah. Might not be a good idea. You might want to reconsider that. So I think it's the same thing for leadership presence. Like, what does the environment call for? I'm with you on that 100%. I think... We have to be thoughtful as leaders. What does the environment call for? 
what is the purpose of my attendance in this meeting? What am I really trying to do? What what lever am I trying to to pull? Mm-hmm. Or you know what 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 am I what am I really trying to do here? Uh, I do think that starts with how we carry ourselves as leaders. And I do, I have old school, whatever you want to call me. I think how you dress impacts how you feel. And I know when I dress good, I feel good. It's like you walk into the bathroom and you're like, yeah, girl, you you rocking it today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same way you walk in a, in a room of people, right? That's right. You just you have a little extra edge of confidence. And people notice. Mm-hmm. I think people notice and over time, you've, really created your own executive or leadership presence. You've created how you show up, but it has to go back to consistency. Consistently have to be, girl, you looking good today. (laughs) Uh, So I I think my last question here is, how do I build it? I need one tip. So you guys had a good conversation. Like, what can I go do? I want to be, I want to be viewed as a leader. I'm on a track, you know, they've identified me as somebody who's going to be a future leader at XYZ company. Where can I start? I'm going to start on my side of the definition. So the, like, what is needed from you in, with your people. Yeah. Right. Uh, So I think my thing would think about, like, when was the last time you were in, I don't know, a project meeting, a team meeting, you got supervisors and things underneath you. When was the last time you joined a meeting? And this is just one tip. And if it's been a while, right, it's been a while, think about where could you go help, whether it's motivate people, redirect people, encourage people, whatever that is, find a place that would make sense to insert yourself. But before you go, do your homework. Do your homework. What's needed? What do they need? Are they are they rocking it out? Do they just need a, hey, thank y'all so much. This is a great project. I loved sitting in on your meeting. It sounds like y'all are doing an, an amazing job. Keep going. Or do they need some type of direction? Or do they need some type of, here's why we're doing, here's the impact to the organization if we keep doing this. So I would say, do your homework with others that would know what's needed for that that, that meeting. It's a great tip. I, I really like that. Uh, it's very easy, something that I can execute tomorrow, really thinking about what are the meetings I am in, what are the meetings I'm not in, and can there be some added value if I attend a meeting that maybe I don't always attend and I'm going in there for some very specific reason that the team, that project team, whatever it is, the group of people need to hear from, directly from me. But preparation is key. I think that's fantastic. I like that little tip. I might use that. For me, on my side of the definition, you know what? I, I'm simple. Simple, simple, simple. And I, I think at the end of the day, it's get, you know, the visuals right. Get the hair right. Get the clothes right. Get the shoes right. And things that have holes, I think you got to get rid of them. I think, I know that that sounds... Worn and tattered? Yes. Got little pillage going on? No, no pillage, no stains. I mean, this is really, really basic things, but it adds to your credibility as a leader. It shows what you care about and what you don't care about. And you need to care about the way you look. And I think that's where it begins with executive presence. I think the other thing is, for me, and again, I think I'm probably a little old school in this, it's if you're going to an event where, you know, maybe it's your your, you know, company party or your, 
you know, some sort of work type event, I think it's important to dress up just a smidge, just a smidge, not so much that you're sticking out, but definitely not dressing down. Yes. You gotta, you gotta look good. You gotta, y'all, yeah, you, you do, you gotta dress up. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, what is dressing up? You know, we're not going to get into that. I, I think you need to go ask for some advice and some feedback. I'll give you one example. I had an event for work and, you know, the, the, uh, dress code for the event was black tie. And I was like, is this really black tie? (laughs) Am I really supposed to? So I did. I started asking around and I was like, okay, like lay it on me. Is this really black tie? Is this gown? Is this cocktail? Is this like Sunday dress? What am I wearing? What am I doing? And it was like, no, it is gown. I wore a gown and I was like, thank God I wore a gown. (laughs) I definitely needed to wear a gown because the other thing of it is what I didn't realize is when I went to the event, I was at the front row table. So can you imagine (laughs) if I didn't wear a gown, (laughs) everybody at the table was in a gown. So these are very minor things, but you want to be thoughtful about how you're showing up to the day to day or even these big meeting days. Maybe you have meetings with higher level executives and also those kind of ancillary work events. Yeah. And I think as you get promoted, right, you go further up the chain, you need to be asking more questions. I think this is a space where I think men may have a harder time because, you know, women, we are asking each other all the time, what you going to wear? What you going to yeah, wear? Yeah, yeah. It's not a normal dude thing, right? <laughs> what you going to wear? They're going to be like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to go ask somebody what they're going to wear. Are your belt and your shoes going to match? <laughs> <laughs> However, like... You might, you just need a trusted partner. You need somebody that can tell you the truth. Yeah. That that will not lead you astray as to what you need to wear. It's like jeans are not appropriate or shorts are not appropriate or you got to stick with the slacks, even though it's, you know, this type of an event. Mm-hmm. I'm, what kind of heel do you need on that shoe? It's important. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So, all right, I've enjoyed this conversation. This is uh, something that just popped up into my head yesterday. And just yeah. like that, it's an episode on Extra Shot of Leadership. All right, so as we wrap it up, my last question for everybody is, what you wearing right now? What you gonna wear tomorrow? And are you just looking a little bit better than everybody else? And is it gonna have any sort of impact on your leadership style? Hey, then don't forget to share this podcast with your leadership circle, with your leadership friends. And if you really thought it was just as good as we did, go ahead and give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen then don't forget to come back again for an extra shot of leadership. You got to know when to hold.